What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Boring Money Show. It's your boy, Mr. Boring Money. Uh, today, I got an um, interesting guest here. Uh, I'm going to get to know him with all of you guys here listening. Uh, so I'm excited to introduce you guys to Nikki. Now, what I want to do is clearly communicate that this is not financial advice by any means whatsoever. All I'm doing is sharing what's worked for me, some of the investments principles that I've learned over the years, and this is for pure entertainment purposes. If you're seeking financial advice, if you have issues with your own portfolio, seek a financial advisor, somebody who's licensed and who's qualified to be able to meet you at your unique needs. This is just for educational purposes and same purposes only. Nick, why don't you tell us, a, give us a little background about um, who you are, what you do, and something interesting that not a lot of people know about you. Just give us a little fun fact. 100%, man. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. It's a real pleasure to be here. Um, I'm actually originally an immigrant from the Middle East. I'm a Christian from Iran. When I was 11 years old, the Islamic Revolution happened in Iran, and um my late father, God rest his soul, he could see the writing on the wall. This wasn't going to be a great place anymore for him to raise his Christian family. So he made a plan. He got us out of Iran, and he settles in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, where I now live. Mm -hmm. And I thank God every day for my dad and his foresight. You know, he changed the trajectory of my family's history, right? Because I don't know if you've been following what's going on in the Middle East, but it's... Uh, not the easiest place in the world for you to be if you're a man of the Christian faith. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, um, and because of that, I've become a big fan of freedom. You know, getting to live in a free country, free expression, free enterprise, man, love all that. It's great. 100%. I know, listen, no one's trying to pretend we have it perfect in the West, but there's these crazy people who are trying to compare us here in the West to what's going on in the rest of the world and say, this is so oppressive. This is so racist. It's so sexist. And so typically, it's people, it's people who haven't been in those Seriously. parts of the world that are making those outlandish claims. You know, I was in, I lived in Nigeria for uh, like eight years of my life in a third world country. I couldn't drink the water. I slept on concrete, made enough money to eat one meal a day. And so when people come here and they start complaining, and I'm like, <laughs> dude. I know, I know people right now who will happily trade their problems for your problems, like right second. now, in a second, <laughs> not even, not, not even more than a second, right? They would do it in a second, and so you know, um, in my home country of Iran right now, there's been demonstrations going on for 147 days straight because this young woman, 22 years old, Masa Amini, was murdered by the police for going outdoors with their hair uncovered. You know what I'm saying? They just picked her up and beat her to death. And that's why people are protesting, right? And, um, you know, that's why I'm so grateful to be here, bro. That's why I'm so grateful to be here. My daddy was an entrepreneur. He was an uplifter of people. Like, mm -hmm. if he knew you, man, and you were looking for work, he'd work the phones and land you a job. If you were trying to start a business, he would, like, sit down with you, give you advice, bring you advisors, bring you capital if you needed capital. 
even if you were going to compete with him, he didn't care about that. He had an abundance mindset, an abundance mentality. He just wanted to help people. And if you worked for him, you were trying to like buy a car, a house, an apartment, and you didn't quite have enough money, he'd top you up so you could buy that car, that house, that apartment. Yeah. Who does that? Well, the late, great Napoleon Ballou, for one, and like me to this day, people come to me and they go, hey, your dad, Nicky, man, he he's the greatest man I ever knew. You know what? He got me my first job. He helped me get my start in business. You know, he saved my life. Like, I mean, it's just, awesome. wow. I wanted to be like this man. I felt blessed to be his son. Like God had just bestowed me with his favor. And so, you know, I, I just... I just like started to like study and 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 get into business eventually. And I got into the helping professions of business. I was at one point one of the top health and fitness coaches in uh, all of Canada, you know, even in the world. I worked with Olympic champions like Donovan Bailey, the great Canadian 100-meter Olympic gold medalist, the world record holder, you know, Mark McCoy, great Canadian high hurdles Olympic gold medalist. I work with folks like that. I work with the number one realtor in all of Canada. You know, I worked with billionaires and I learned about how these people think. And, and, um, you know what? I wanted to then get into the business of helping business people become successful, apply that mindset of a winner, apply that mindset of a champion that I learned from all these top people. But here's what I saw for a lot of business people, man. These are good people. They know what they're doing, but they don't know business. Yeah. To put it in technical terms, their business skills suck. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just suck. They didn't yeah. know selling or marketing or customer service or, you know, uh, financial statements like cash flow, balance sheet, income statements. They know how to hire, how to fire, how to build a culture, how to create a leadership-oriented situation so the business can run without them. Because that's what it takes to do business and be successful and make money. 100%. Right? There's lots of... um. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, for me, when I think about business, I approach it the same way I approach my athletic career, you know? Um, got a coach, learn the ins and outs, and figure out, like, what are the basics that allow you to be successful? And how do I get to a point where those basics become second nature and the beautiful thing about business is it's a lot of the same mechanism. For me, I got the nickname Mr. Born Money because everyone got tired of hearing me saying, I love turning my business into a born money printing machine, right? To where it's just like, it's just repeatable. There are things in there uh, that are happening that just makes everything predictable and systematic, right? Um and so is that something that you help people do is like you're, you're helping them 100%. Uh, understand the game of business and how to hundred percent. Okay. Tell me a little I bit more about that. Paid. That's my thing. I love putting money in people's pockets. Makes me so excited. So excited to get somebody an extra 50 K hundred K million dollars in their pocket. And what I noticed is a lot of people, cause they don't understand business, right? They stagnate. You know what I'm talking about? They stagnate. Yeah. So, I thought to myself, okay, I know business. Like my, my dad taught me, I was in business. I have a, like a master's degree in business from Georgetown U, you know, uh, business and international uh, diplomacy. Like I get it. So I, I, I know how to show people how to be a smart, effective businessman. So what I did was in particular, 
I help people who are scared of selling and don't know how to market and position themselves. So they're mm -hmm. scared of selling because they don't want to be seen as pushy. No, no, no. I don't want to be pushy. I don't, I, I don't want to be seen as that, that, that slimy salesman, right? So problem with that is though, you don't want to be seen as a slimy salesman. You don't want to be seen as a slimy sales girl. You're going to not go after business you should be going after. So you, you miss out on money for yourself, for your family, and your client misses out on an honest person helping them. And then some charlatan marketer, some lowlife's going to go in there and scoop up and get their business and deliver nothing. Somebody who has no problem being seen as sleazy or slimy is going to go, is going to be willing to fight for that business when you I call them you the have charlatan marketers. The charlatan marketers. That's what I call them. That's my coined phrase for them. So um, I taught these folks how to reframe this. The word sales just got in the way, so I replaced it with serve. Yeah. Nobody wants to be sold. Brother, you don't want to be sold. I don't want to be sold, but we love to buy. We love to buy. Look at this. Look at this top, man. This old Jimmo Hendrix. It's hand freaking painted, man. This cost me 700 bucks. This mm -hmm. top. It's awesome. I love buying it. And the dude who sold it to me, he made a $200 commission selling it to me. I'm so glad he made that commission because he served me. He was a lovely dude. You know what I'm saying? I was, a, I was like, this thing fits perfectly. It looks cool. You know what I mean? All that jazz. And I love buying it. But if you'd come to me and go, you want to buy this? You want to buy this? You want to buy this? I'm going, dude, man, back the heck off. Right? So everybody wants somebody caring to serve them. And my dad used to say business is about people, not money. Business yeah. is about people, not money. That person you're talking to, that's someone's dad. That's someone's brother, someone's husband, someone's father, someone's mom, someone's sister, someone's wife, someone's daughter. That person has people that count on them and love them just like you. And that person's probably dealt with someone like you who promised them everything and delivered them nothing. So they've been disappointed by someone like you. So you need to turn that around for them by giving them all your love, pour into them. And if you do that, you're going to do something amazing for humanity. I like that because, I mean, it's, it's about understanding that, I mean, if you, if you can shift sales and understand that it's just about serving, right, and caring about people, um, it's a really hard shift for people to, to make, especially when they come from a very desperate mindset where they're like, I need this sale, right? At that point, it's no longer about the person. It's about just getting the sale done. But for me, if I, if I can get into a sales conversation and really focus on just learning about who's sitting across from me yes. and what I can do to serve them and have an abundance mindset going in. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need this L. I don't need this, you know? So, um, and I like to start up like that. Like, Hey, you know, I really, I don't care if you move forward or not. I just want to learn about you and just figure out what I can do to help best help and serve and add value to your life. Coming from that frame allows you to truly focus on the person sitting across from you. Yes, sir. Right. And not thinking about what's in it for you, just thinking about what's in it for them and how can I deliver that? What's going on? I wanted to take this time to quickly interrupt this video or this podcast. If you found this helpful and you're interested in getting started investing on the blockchain, we have an incredible program called the Born Money System inside of our Wealth Sanctum. What we do is we'll guarantee you'll produce cash flow within the first 30 days of setting up your first digital cash flow in real estate on the blockchain 
or you don't pay. So if you're interested in that, there'll be a link somewhere in the show notes for you to be able to apply and schedule a free strategy session where we can look at your portfolio, look at your financials and figure out what would be the best and most efficient way to deploy capital on the blockchain to guarantee cash flow. Hope to see you on the inside. Back to the show. Yes, sure. Well said, brilliantly said, man. I'm digging how you think. I'm digging your vibe, man. There's a powerful vibe about how you do business and how you think. The world needs more of you. This show needs to blow up so a gazillion people hear what you have to say, man. That's a goal. That's a goal, you know. Um, so what else, when, when you're, let's say you're approaching a new, um, a new entrepreneur, what are, what's kind of like your framework? What are your steps to kind of help them get from point A to the promised land? All right. So let's say I'm talking to somebody who's relatively new in business. First thing I want to understand is why are they in business? Right? People don't know or don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And your why shows what you care about. Yeah. So to me, I want to understand what a person's why is, what's on their heart, why they're moved to be of service to people. And then I want to help them really understand that business is about people and not money, like you and I were just talking about. And they need to be focused on serving people. What is business at its core? It's about solving problems for people for profit. Yep. P Nikki Bellus, seven figure, three P solutions. It's about solving acute problems for awesome people for an amazing profit. That's yeah. all business is, which means your attention in business needs to be on who? You? No. On your customer, on your prospect. You need to be thinking about how to be of service to them. And you need to understand what it is that their problems are and how you can help them solve those problems. It's that simple. It's not very complicated. If you understand that about business, you're going to be good. So let's just give you an example, right? So let's just imagine, brother, that um, you decided to start a consulting company and you were going to be working with um, NBA, recently retired NBA basketball players, and your whole shtick was, I'm going to help these guys find purpose and passion and income after the NBA. Let's just yeah. say that was your dig, right? So what's the first thing you need to know? How much commission you're going to make? Or what is it that's bothering these, you know, incredibly talented people about being retired? What's yeah, retired? You find out what their problem right? is. You, you need to understand their problem. And when you understand their problem, you can offer a solution that makes sense to them and makes them want to engage with you. Makes sense? Yeah. For me, I always, uh, whenever I'm teaching uh, my clients um, about how to like set up their acquisition systems and, and things like that in their business, I say like, if you can enter the conversation in their head, right, and know more about their problems than they do, whereas like they see the messaging, they're enter your world, they see your pages and they start consuming your content. They're like, man, does this, is this guy in my, like, how does this guy know this? He's reading my mind. You know, <laughs> you've got them because then you, it shows that you've done your homework to really understand who you're talking to. Right. And at the end of the day, people want to feel understood and they want to feel heard. Right. If you can make them feel heard, feel seen, feel understood, 
that person is going to want to do business with you because if you can explain your their problem better than they can explain it to you, like, okay, so this they probably have a solution for it. Exactly. And how is it that you can do that? Well, you need to ask really good questions of people. And yeah. you need to be able to, you know, speak to what they're dealing with in such a way, as you said, that they go, man, has this dude been reading my mind or my diary or whatever, right? That's what you want them to be thinking. And um, you also need to focus on helping a particular group of people. You can't try to be all things to all people. Let me give you an example. I'll tell you a quick story. There's a young man who um, I met originally about eight years ago. He was at the time 25 years old. Um, he was brand new in business. And he was a personal fitness coach, okay? Great guy, really good at what he did, but terrible businessman. Like, he sucked. He had seven clients. He made $1,200 a month. Now, I live in Toronto. I don't know how much you know about Toronto. Toronto is like the Manhattan of Canada. It's expensive. Expensive. Expensive, man. You know what I'm saying? $1,200? Man, that doesn't pay for, you know, my family's, you know, bi-weekly kind of grocery bill. You know what I'm talking about? Never mind like your whole life. So Buddy had to borrow money from mom and dad, which was like embarrassing for a grown-ass man, right? So I meet him and I go, okay, his name's Dan. I go, Danny, Buddy, tell me what's going down. Tell me about your business. You know, who do you work with? Who do you help? He's like, hey, Nikki, Nikki, man. I can help anybody. Yeah, anybody. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. Narrow your focus. No, no, no. But dude, I can really help anybody. I hold this way. I can help them put on muscle. I can help them go into competition and win contests. I'm like, oh my God, Danny, no. We got to narrow the focus. It's not going to work otherwise. He's like, all right, all right, all right. And he goes, okay, let me, let me think about this for a minute. He goes, okay, okay. I got it. Doctors. I'm like, doctors? Tell me more. He's like, my dad's a doctor. I'm like, oh, okay. He said, doctors make a lot of money. I'm like, oh my God. No, 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 no. You, it can't be about the money, brother. He's like, nope, I'm doing it. He does it. Doesn't work. I said, Danny, we got to fix this. He goes, all right, all right, all right. Narrow some more. Okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. Cardiologist, they make more money than docs. I'm like, oh my God, you're not getting it. No, you can't go for the money. Nope, I'm doing it. No result. Then, thanks to... God Almighty, Dan was introduced to um, an athlete, a Paralympian. Mm -hmm. This gentleman was a, an African-Cuban man by the name of Papito Wilson. And good old Papito Wilson, great guy, you know, like just a physical beast, except he had a missing leg, right? Um, him and Dan worked together, and they hit it off. And then he went to competition and won medals. You know what I'm talking about? So he was really happy, right? Metals are great. I love metals. So Danny comes to me and he goes, Nikki, I'm an idiot. I go, well, you know, yeah, you are. <laughs> he said, I've been going for the money, haven't I? Yeah, yeah, I've been. I should have been going for like helping people, right? Yeah, yeah, you should have. He said, okay, you know what? I'm going to help people with missing limbs. I'm like, Danny, that's a great idea. Do it. Brother, in six weeks, he signed up 400 clients. Wow. 400 clients. He added not one zero, but two zeros to his monthly income. He went from 1200 a month to over 100 grand a month. 100 grand a month. As a personal fitness coach, he couldn't do one-on-one -on -one coaching anymore. He had to create group programs and... That's awesome. 
Why? First of all, he narrowed his focus. Secondly, he stopped worrying about the money. He started focusing on people. Business is about people, not money. Thirdly, he's helping people that have a need, a pain. Nobody else wanted to work with people with missing limbs. All the other trainers said they don't have arms and legs. They can't work out. Forget it. Danny knew better. His message wasn't just let's work out. His message was you can do anything anybody else can do. Now, you imagine somebody with a missing limb. Wouldn't that be a good message, man, for somebody who thinks they're less than in some way? Yeah. 100%. That's awesome. That's a powerful story. I love that. I love that. You know, I mean, it goes to show at the end of the day, uh, you have to narrow your focus, especially when it comes to, you know, the world of marketing, right? You can have, I'll tell people, you can have multiple acquisition systems, but you got to focus on building one that speaks to one type of person and creating a product that solves that specific problem. Because if you find one person that you can solve a problem for, chances are there's hundreds and thousands of other people who have that same one problem, right? And people think when they're narrowing down their focus, they're saying no and they're, or they're leaving a lot of money on the table. The truth is by expanding your focus and being broad, you're leaving a lot of money on the table, right? You're leaving more money on the table than you would narrowing down. It's a hundred percent true. Well, if um, somebody wanted to find out more about by you or just kind of get plugged into your world, where, where are they going to be able to find you? So look, man, I'm all over, you know, social media. So you can go on, uh, you know, Twitter, LinkedIn, all those places and uh, Instagram, whatever, Facebook and find me, Nikki Billu, simple. If you're a reader and I suggest that you be a reader because, you know, excuse me, excuse me, um, go to Amazon. I've written eight and published eight books. And my podcasts are there, so go to Amazon, type in Nikki Billu, and they'll all show up. But if you're a business owner and you want to connect and build your network, and every business owner listening to this should want to do that, then you should jump on, 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 on my calendar, and there's a link. You go to ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment. Jump on that link, and um, let's have a conversation. Let's get to know each other. Let's find out what's going on in your world and your business. Let's see, you know, where you're at, where you want to get to, and let's see if we can find a way to help you get to where you want to go to in 2023. So 2023 is your most magical year yet. And if you didn't have 2022 become your most magical year, now's the time. Yeah. Well, you know, what I can do is if you send me that link, I can leave it in, uh, in the show notes so that for those of you guys who are listening, if you want to find out more, just have a conversation with. Nikki and just kind of see where he can best serve you. Uh, go ahead and visit that link. And uh, hopefully, Danny, uh, Nikki can help transform your business. I <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening in. I uh, hope that uh, you found a ton of value from just listening to Nikki. Go ahead and I'm going to leave the link to his calendar and also to his social profiles in the show notes for those of you guys who listen. If you want to just tap in. Uh, and just kind of get to know him a little bit more, understand who he is and how he can help you and then jump on a calendar with him. So next time, remember guys, stay calm, print money and enjoy life and business on your terms. Amen. If you found this video helpful, chances are you're going to find a ton of value in our Boring Money community where I'm in there live, actively sharing articles, market updates and 
just uh, educating you on what's going on in the market real time. So if you don't want to wait for another one of these episodes, another video training to come out, and you want to have live updates on what's happening in the market, go ahead and join the Born Money community where you can have access to us and be able to ask any questions that you want and potentially even get featured in an episode. Till next time, hope to see you on the inside.